Hard talk. Here we are. Uh, Thanks, Papa. It's June, June 2nd already, man. And thanks for having me over. The place looks great, right? Thank and you, brother. Appreciate all that. It's always good to have you here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's been a crazy year, but uh, uh, it's been pretty interesting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're, we're just seeing just a lot of, you know, buyers out there that are, have gotten pre-approved, just struggling, you know, multiple offers and just getting deflated, you know, that they can't get those offers accepted, you know. I think, uh, you know, the most interesting, I think we wanted to talk today about the frustrations in today's market. Yeah. I haven't seen, I've been around for 19 years, and I'm, you've been around longer. Yeah, a little bit. And we, I don't think I've seen anything like this. I'm no. honest, I'm, you know what I'm saying is buyer's remorse. For the last two years of dealing with all these new agents coming mm -hmm. out, not teaching the buyers the right way of doing things, mm -hmm. now we start to see the remorse. So you get a deal, I get it, you know, I have multiple offers, you got 10 offers, yeah. you get somebody in, two days later, oh no, then they change their mind. Yeah. Um, how does that happen? What do you think is happening? You know, I, I think that to some degree they get caught up in this, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta go up to this price level and, and they may not be 100% comfortable with it, right? right. But they start to get that desperation mode of, I, I really need this place, I, I'm running out of options. You know, I don't wanna renew my lease, these type of feelings. And they may sign that contract and, and mom and dad may come along or somebody else says, hey, are you overpaying for this thing? I, honestly, I blame more the agents. I don't think they're prepping them right. Yeah. I don't think they're telling, hey, listen, uh, you know, you didn't win, but I think I have an old saying that says, if, if you're in doubt, throw it out. Don't put an offer in it if you're not if you're not too sure. And then, oh yeah, let's do it. And then you tell them, all right, you won. You're all excited, you yeah. finally won. How many agents do you see putting it on? on, on Facebook. Oh yeah. Oh, come check this out. There. Two days later, the property's back in the market. I, think, I don't even get excited about Real that estate. no more. Like, back yeah. on the market. One of the hardest things I'm doing now is just picking the right offer. And, and even then, I can't get. It. I sold the same property I think, three times in the last three months. Yeah. And I've done it about four or five times already. Yeah. And, and, and I, again, I just don't think the agents are ready. Well, uh, what did, I mean, I, I, I also think that yeah, the agents may not be ready, but you know, there's there's part of like you said, prepping that buyer also that. You know, these values, they're not going to come down. You know, that's this concern. Oh, you know, am I overpaying? Am I, you know, going over the list? The values aren't coming down. You know, there is there's way too much pent-up buyer pool out there that wants to buy a home for the past couple of years. And yes, this is the craziest, most competitive we've ever seen it. But I don't see values coming down and, and getting a customer to understand, all right, you're going you're gonna to wait a year. It could be up 8%. Uh, well, I'm going to differ with you on that one. Okay. I think prices have to come down. Supply and demand economics. True. Basically, economics 101, right? Yeah. Once you know you get rid of uh, demand and, and, and supply starts to actually come back up, mm -hmm. pricing has to come down. That's economics 101. Yeah. Problem is, even in the, the raising the rates, demand it has come down, yeah. but supply has not come up. No. What's it, causing that? You know, like, hey, we're supposed to be vice versa. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to see houses stay in the market and it's not happening. Well, there's a lot of people that got great rates, refied and all that in the last few years. Yep. And, you know, they may think about selling, but then when they see where things are now, they go, well, maybe I'm going to wait, right? Right. But I will say that, you know, the biggest pool of buyers that exists right now are 30 to 33 years old. And that is the largest group of young people in the history of our country. Right. So, you know, these young people have not bought a home and they've been priced out in some ways. So we're going to see it level off, but I still think we're a year or two away. 
Uh, I, think, I, I think you're right. Yeah. It's, it, they are going to come down, but not immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, right now, most agents don't understand how to present uh, to sellers mm-hmm. the opportunity on how to be able to still purchase in today's market and sell and not yeah. worry about not being, being at home. Yeah. And I, I think you and I got a good idea of what we need to be doing different to guide the new sellers to go ahead and start the purchase and then yeah. immediately be able to do something. But we need yeah. the inventory. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, the you know buyer that the seller looks at it and goes, wait a minute, Pablo, there's only eight houses in the area that I want to buy on the market, and we've yeah. looked at four of them, and they're terrible, and you know, and and that's where another piece has come in. We've done a couple now recently renovation loans because some of these that are a little bit of a clunker that has been on the market, wow. man, you could you could make it your dream home, right? Now, I'll be honest, with you. I so, hate renovation loans. I've been, I, maybe I'm yeah. old school. But, yeah. Oh my God! All the red tape—you got to deal with this. There is. What, what's your take on it? Are you seeing it be easier? Something you had your HUD people already yeah. lined up. It's prepping the buyer. So when you get a buyer that's thinking about doing it, it, you know, it's right away saying, "All right, before you even start this process, you need to start interviewing contractors." Okay. Because okay. if you don't have a contractor lined up and ready to go through that property with you and, and start working on what you want to get done in this thing, that's the biggest delay. We just closed one. It was 35 days start to finish because the buyer had the, the, the contractor. We got the HUD consultant out there. They were there together, laid it all out. I mean, it took this, still took the, the, um, the builder, the contractor, two weeks to get the bid together. But once we got that, we could order the appraisal and we were done. Well, that's a great way of getting some properties yeah. uh, financed because a lot of these rehab properties mm-hmm. are, not, are not doable. And agents like me that remember these things, I mean, that's just nothing but a dead end going, going yeah. nowhere. Yeah. What, are you, what would you do different to kind of help agents like me say, hey, look, I already got this. Or, I mean, do you do the pre-calls or do you say, hey, listen, I got this offers in, but listen, I got it. Trust me. Or, I mean, what's your what's your Well, plan? I think, you know, what we're doing with buyers, especially when they're in that lower end of pricing in the communities they're looking in, we open their eyes to it saying, hey, you know, in our folder packet, we send them, we send them renovation information saying, right. listen, if you find one that it doesn't check all the boxes, but the, the bones of it does. And you can take and add a kitchen, $30,000, it's gonna change your payment very little. And that's going to be better than the one down the block that was 30,000 more that still has the you know the old kitchen. So- Sounds like we're gonna need work. a seminar. We're gonna to have to do a seminar for we can, buyers. Yeah. And, uh, at least two or yeah. three K, I mean, it's, it's two or three Ks. So two or three K and there's Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and VA does a renovation. And you do, you do a pretty we do small them all. We oh, do them all. Well, that's good to and, know. And you know, it's our, you know, our company hangs on them, guarantee rate hangs on to them. Uh, so all the payouts to the contractors are all handled by us. So, you know, we've got great relationship with those people after the fact, right. so. So we kind of went over my frustration with what yeah. I'm seeing with agents that don't know how to prepare their buyers or they're, they're bidding and then they're losing, they're bidding, they're losing. Yeah. Uh, just one thing for sure, we know it's a small world. Yes, it it's is. A, it's gonna reflect on them later because they're gonna have another agent or they're gonna have another client that's gonna yeah. put an offer and I'm gonna remember them. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is just, just putting offers and not getting yeah. through. So these guys have to learn sooner or later. What's your, as a lender, what's your biggest frustration? I think some of our frustration is in the lack of communication sometimes from the agent that isn't maybe full time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or even some of the, you know, some of the attorneys we don't work with regularly. 
on trying to get them to communicate about, all right, our contract's accepted, home inspection's getting ordered and getting done, now we're negotiating, where are we in the process, right? right, and, right. and being realistic with the customer, oh, these are all very small things. You should get started on the loan because you're not walking away, right? They're simple things. Right. You know, where they're put the fear, well, let's send the letter out with all this stuff on there. Okay, great, you know, but not communicating fully and, and that way we can keep the process moving along. You know, we want to close a loan in two, three weeks, but if it takes two and a half weeks just to negotiate out the attorney review period, now everyone's... Are, are you getting agents to like ask you to give them a conventional pre-approval and they don't want to switch to FHA on them? Are you um, getting that? I mean, that's an old trick I've seen. Yeah, that, that's, that, a, that's a very good question. That's an annoying so, thing. <laughs> um, I've actually, you know, and, and I had an agent tell me, well, you're, you, you wouldn't work with me the way that I would like you to work with me the way my guy does now, which is, you know, he'll do that. He'll say, oh yeah, give me a 30% down approval and the buyer's really 5% down or conventional. And I- Bait and switch. Bait and switch. And yeah. here, here's my biggest concern always, right? It, being in this community for 37 years doing mortgages, I know a lot of the listing agents, right? My yeah. approval's on there. That offer gets accepted. I, my, my, I'm mud, right? You know I, I did that. There's so many agents that don't know that I have access to all their sales and what they're doing every year. So believe it or not, I always check them. Yeah. So, okay, I got multiple hours. Who is this agent? This guy said, oh, he closed 60 properties in the last 12 months. This great team. This yeah. guy. And then I see this guy closed two in the last two years. Yeah. And this is the guy that says, oh, this lender, I work with them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. This guy really doesn't know that. I, just, yeah. I know the numbers. And, like, and then you know, and you're, you've been around like yeah. I have. So yeah, you a small one. If I see you give me a 30% down, then I find out I'm I gotta go FHA. Whoa, yeah. damn, what the hell, what happened? Exactly. And you just made a switch down. It's not, and it's not fair to seller, it's not fair to anyone. I don't think it's really gonna be fair for the agents, they're gonna find out down the road, Correct. they're gonna run into us again. Correct. And then it's like, oh, you might run into me again. I might see a pro pro, I said, no, this is the one that made a switch down, right? I, I don't trust you. You, you have the yeah. work ethics is not there. You, you, know? you would hope, right? Yeah, yeah, you would hope. I think that's the frustration that we're, we're hoping yeah, these guys catch on that work ethic that it's frustrating yeah. and it's going to come back and hunt them, hunt them sooner or later. Yeah. And um, and we're and we're the ones struggling for it. Now, You're trying you know? to be honest and ethical because that's what we should all be. And when there's games being played, it's never good, right? And that's not something that we, we ever want to do, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was my uh, eating alarm. I gotta eat before six o'clock. I gotta, I gotta eat before six o'clock, I'll be in trouble. But no, don't worry, no, but we're drinking. That's what we're yeah, doing. Well, we're hey, you know, it's, I love it's enjoying this, these moments. Uh, I think well, uh, sitting down and just going over some Frustrations and, and this new, but honestly, I think this is just a new market I haven't seen before. And there um, are a lot of new agents. I mean, there are oh, just a lot of new agents. And you know, how how committed are they to the craft? Yeah. Right? I mean, we have a deal together right now with a listing agent. Didn't know there were two pin numbers and can't figure out that the seller was divorced and didn't ask all the questions. Oh my God. Didn't do the research up front to make sure that when you know they put it in the MLS that everything was accurate. So in some ways, the contract, you know, for the, the buyer didn't have the right information to give her the right payments and things like that. Yeah, so, I've come across, I had an agent actually copy and paste someone else's, another agent's email and put it and send me an offer on that email. She said, I'm the team leader for, hey, you're the team leader. I call so what are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. I did some, like, well, really, you just took somebody else's stuff, put it on here, and yeah. they just don't know what to do. And that's that's scary. It it's is. scary. It's scary for that buyer. It's scary for myself. They might pick this. 
one that offered twenty thousand dollars over and find out that you know so after yeah. you lose so many the brother said, Hey dude, what are you doing? And, and I started looking back. And, you know? and when they're when they are you know going over, I mean are are you saying to your seller, Hey, listen, you know, we don't know where it's going to price. I mean, here, you know, we don't, right? I mean, yeah, be yeah. prepared here. That's know. another one. I think that's going to be a topic of our next All right. frustrating that, moment. Because that one's a, that one we could go on and on about. We're going to pick this up today just to try to see here and just see what the weekend brings. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I appreciate yeah, it, buddy. Uh, we got a lot more coming. And, appreciate uh, the invite. We'll do some more. What is this called? This, well, this is going to, this is Bar Talk with Bar Talk. Uh, <laughs> right? That's it. It's going to be Bar Talk. We're going to get a little more creative on the next one. All right. Cheers, All right. everyone. Cheers. Have a good one. Thank you.